Have you ever wondered about all the different settings that an SLP can work in? In this week's episode, we talk about them all. Hi, I'm Melissa Joseph. I'm a certified speech-language pathologist. And I'm Haley McCute, and I'm a certified speech-language pathologist assistant. And we're the Pediatric Speech Pals. Hello, welcome back. Hi, happy new year. Happy new year. Yay. (laughs) 2022. Oh man, I cannot believe it's already 2022. I know, isn't that crazy? I want to say it's going to be completely different than 2021, but everyone said that about 2021 and here we are again. Yes. So we'll see. Maybe. Hopefully bigger, brighter. (laughs) Better. Better. (laughs) What was it? Um, And the new T-Swift song. 22, 2020, whatever. They like are changing her 22 song. I'm feeling 2022. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I haven't heard about that. Uh, yeah, so. That's cute. Did you make some New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I mean, nothing big. Just yeah, the general. Yeah. The same ones always. Mm-hmm. I think I do the same thing always. <laughs> Eat healthier, <laughs> exercise more, <laughs> you know, the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Read more. It's always on there. That's a good one. Everyone's like, finish a book a month. I'm like, and I get there like one month. And then I'm like, oh, mm. I'm so busy. <laughs> I'm so busy. <laughs> oh, man. I well, guess. I guess good. we are, though. Yeah. Did to you be have, fair. Did you have fun in the cold in Washington? Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's good to be cold sometimes. You know, like, I hate being cold. I'm not going to lie. I hate being cold. <laughs> but it's good sometimes to be cold when it's like, the holiday, like Christmas, I and like you only get to visit. that season, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I just prefer it to be warm in general yeah, year round. But like when it's like I don't know, even when it's like fall, sometimes you're like you're wishing it's like either a little more rainy or a little colder or something like that. Sometimes I wish just that's like because nice. that's the the peril that I'm used to. Oh, you know, like sometimes you just want to wear sweaters. Or, yeah, know, <laughs> California, it's like a sweater for five minutes and you're like, it's like oh still my 88 God. degrees. <laughs> yeah. Like still going to the beach. Mm-hmm. Which I guess some people will be like, oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. We all want what we can. Oh, I'm not complaining because I, like I said, I like it warm. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good. I'm glad you had fun. Did you? Yeah, it's nice. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this new year. I feel like a lot of good things are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I but. believe we see. Ah, it's 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Reach big. big. 10,000. Come on, people. Like, subscribe. (laughs) Watch the YouTube. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. So today we are talking about all the settings that you can work in as a SLPA or SLP. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as like an SLP, um, I'll start there. There are a lot of settings. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you, again, that's the beauty of our job is that you can work wherever and switch it up whenever kind of thing. Yeah. Um, once you have your seats, obviously. Yes. Um, but yeah, so you can work in a private practice where you start your own business, hang a sign up on your wall and there you go. Um, (laughs) schools, (laughs) um, universities, you can be like the teaching of grad schools, or undergrad, undergrad, anything like that. Um, Hospitals, rehab centers, um, skilled nursing facilities, clinics, just like Haley, Mm -hmm. or home health, like me. Yeah. Since Haley and I only work in the clinic and home health, obviously, um, and, you know, have had experience in other areas, but we're going to focus more on those two Mm -hmm. and kind of the pros and cons. So do you want to start within clinic? 
Yeah, sure. So in clinic or private practice, um, these are the pros uh, of why or, you know, these are, I guess, a little opinionated, but um, I think it goes across the board. So there are more speech resources and materials within the clinic. Obviously, they have pretty much anything that I can grab there. They have tongue depressors, anything that I need for like oral motor stuff, or they have all the toys, especially there's multiple therapists. So you can use the toys like across the rooms. They kind of have all like, I want to say like some of the best speech stuff because the clinic's investing in it and lots of therapists are using it. Mm. Um, like the best speech cards, also all the testing materials there. So it's just like easy access to it as well. You also have more of like a specific toy setup. So all the toys obviously that I pick and other therapists pick are picked for the purpose of like therapy. So they all have very therapeutic purposes to it. Unlike, you know, maybe in home, you could make therapy toys. You could do anything with any toy, but mine... I, I would say I know exactly how to use them in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, also in the clinic, you can start working on separation from parent. I know this is a big skill for kid, kiddos to learn before they start the school. Um, and I know it's hard for those younger ones when they you know, are with their mom or dad quite a bit. So this is a great opportunity to work on, especially with those 20-minute sessions, like being able to be away from mom and dad and like learning that you know mom and dad will always come back. That's a great skill to have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also peer interaction. So I get, um, the ability to go and have my kiddos interact with other ones, whether it be turn taking or conversations or greetings, I have access to other kiddos and it's just nice. Mm -hmm. Um, it also, which is probably my biggest bonus or like what I love most about working in clinic is being able to collaborate with other therapists I think that it's super awesome and it's very helpful, Mm -hmm. especially just because I'm a slipper and I haven't, um, I'm still, you know, going through the school process. I haven't graduated grad school yet. So um, it's really helpful, especially in real time. So I'm like struggling with something or something comes up and I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is not working. I don't really know what to do. And I go and ask for advice from another therapist um, or, you know, I can collaborate after. I think that's really awesome and very beneficial i also have access to usually a gym so a lot of like sensory tools i have tons of access to probably like higher end sensory things that you typically won't see in home unless parents have invested in it it's like certain types of swings Mm. hug machines like trampolines ball pits all these different like gym things um which is really nice when a kiddo needs a little bit more sensory um i miss that yeah I miss all those, but <laughs> yes, it is, it's nice. Like a slide, you know, it's mm-hmm. good and get movement and movement, incorporating movement in your session is super awesome too. Um, it also is good to help generalize a skill. So sometimes, you know, kiddos will do things only at home, but they won't do them in therapy or clinic, which is, you know, helpful because they might not be doing it elsewhere um, outside. So it's good that they can maybe generalize it in the clinic with someone unfamiliar to their parent, which I see a lot like, oh, well, he or she does that at home. They do that all the time at mm-hmm. home. And it's like, okay, well, I haven't been able to see it yet. So I'm not sure that they're also carrying it over to, you know, other things outside. Yeah. Yes. So you want to say your your pros? Um, sure. Yeah. So my pros um, are that it's obviously a naturalistic environment. Mm-hmm. So um, – like we're in your house, we're outside in your neighborhood, we're going for walks in your neighborhood, we're doing whatever you would be doing with your child. So it's very in 
home mm-hmm. exactly as it is, um, which is can be a great benefit for oh, yeah, especially with working your parents. parents, really helping them. Like you're working with their specific toys. Sometimes I mean, I bring toys in that I have, but you're also working with their specific toys that they have, so you can really teach them how to use these certain toys, how you can make them therapeutic, how you can um, just kind of like incorporate anything that they have in their house into a therapy yeah strategy or. Um, Basically, they get, like, firsthand of, like, everything we – like, what we do on this podcast, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, when you're doing this in the kitchen, like, you literally get to be in there and show them exactly how to do it. Yes. Yeah. And all their, um, like, family members are typically there. So it's not just, you know, the mom who brings them or, you know, the the sibling or the the – um, the daughter yeah. or child that you're they're bringing in um, and this I mean this could be a pro or a con but um, you know sometimes if the kid say the mom's gone a lot and it's the kid the older sibling who works with the um, child the most like you can have them sit in on a session or have them also learn things like that which you can do in clinic but um, if they're just coming home from school or they're already in you know it's just like it is very naturalistic so um, that's awesome yeah um, another thing about in-home is it's very flexible scheduling wise. So as far as parents, like we really try and do our best to help like whatever your schedule is, we try and make it work. Um, obviously there can be some difficulties, but, um, or time discrepancies of like, I can't do that. You can kind of thing. But, um, ultimately we are coming to your house, making it very easy. Um, besides you just have to be there. It also helps with, like, if you have transportation issues. If you have transportation issues. Like, now it's, you don't have to worry about that. You know how to get your child to the clinic. You know, they're coming to you. So mm-hmm. that's really helpful, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and also just overall you get to know their family. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you see the kid, but you also get to see their interactions with everybody. And like I said kind of before, but um, you just really get to know their whole family yes. and it's fun i mean it's, it's, it's fun very special to, yeah it's it special is. for you and for them mm-hmm. and also like i think too within home like you can really make sure if a parent is carrying over like what you're telling them yeah the skills like as working in clinic like i don't have that ability like i mm-hmm. you know recommend things and i ask things to be done but i really have no way to like make sure they're following through with what i'm asking i think mm-hmm. that's a definitely a con for in i mean clinic. And, and it's a little bit hard because like i mean i am over, only there like you know, once a week, but like if I suggest putting up some visuals or, you know, things like that, you can see if they're there or, you know, yeah, you can see if it's um, implemented in the home because the child would typically start doing it a little faster um, when you're in the home. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I feel like also our cons, uh, which is good. It's just like ours reversed. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like in-home pros are like the cons of clinics. So like, like I just said, you can't make sure that parents are following through. Um, It's removed from the home environment. So like, like I said, like maybe they're not generalizing it in Mm -hmm. the clinic, but, or they're only doing it at the clinic Mm -hmm. and then they're not doing it at home, which is where it is the important. So there's that. It also could take longer for them to feel more comfortable with a therapist. Like while they're in home, like they're very comfortable. It's their own, like their space, you know, their toys, their everything. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, in a clinic, which is good. And it's very helpful because, you know, we all go to new environments all the time, especially when they start school. 
but it could take a little bit longer. Yeah. Like Melissa said, like they typically in, in home start picking up on, you know, skills a lot fa- a little bit faster. Just because it's so naturalistic. Yeah, there's not so many news. Yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So like in clinic, it's like all new toys. So like maybe if your kiddo has more sensory things or they are a little bit more rigid. Like I have new toys. I have new ways of playing with them. I have my own set of rules that are not the same as in home. And while those are new all peers. not new peers, new noises, everything's new and different. It can be overwhelming. And although that's good and we want that, I mean, it just for a therapy it could maybe delay it just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then parents might have like a harder time understanding like what I'm asking them to follow through at home. I feel like with Melissa, when she's in home, like you get to literally like show them exactly how you would do it and how it needs to be done and use specific examples of like see that magnet over there yeah use that or like you know like just certain things like see your food that you have there perfect yeah yeah you're very much related to like them so it's Mm -hmm. easier to understand while like yes i can have my parent a parent come and sit in and like i could show them in the clinic but then you know it's like only my toys you know and Mm -hmm. they might not have these toys at home and it could be just a little bit difficult um and like like I said earlier, like they could just be distracted by everything that's happening in the clinic, the kids, the running, the other therapies. There's just like a lot going on. Yeah. So I think those are some pro or cons. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. working in a clinic. Um, as far as cons for the in-home, as far as for me, I mean, everybody's situation is a little different, but for my situation is um, I basically am working kind of like an independent contractor um, in the sense where like, you know, you pay for your health insurance, you pay for your this, you pay for that, you pay for all your sort of extras, like your materials, your um, gas, things like that, which um, most of the companies, it seems like if you have a certain amount of um, clients, they'll start paying for some of those things. But typically, it's not like right out the bat. And if you do, I feel like that's pretty lucky. Yeah, um, pretty awesome. Yeah. So I do feel like there's a lot of like extra expenses that you don't get in a clinic as far as an SLP wise. Um, And then also all the drive time. Sometimes there's a lot of traffic. You're working with all the scheduling. So um, that can be difficult too, because, you know, sometimes you just don't have that open available time anymore or um you know parents can only do this or parents especially with covid are now going back to work and now they don't have that time anymore and it really messes up your whole schedule which can be kind of frustrating at times but um yeah we're just doing the best to make sure everybody it could be like a schedule could be like a pro and a con it can yeah Yeah. because it can be very flexible you can make it your own flexible schedule but then yeah a con in the sense where it's um like it's too hard it can be hard yeah yeah. it can be hard to do that um also again this is with covid to be fair but um a lot some of the sessions we have to be outside instead of going inside and that is hard because if you've got a runner if you've got certain kids that are um you know sensory stimulated things that are like just a little more challenging. Um, I've got some kids who will like break toys because they're like throwing them downstairs and things like that. It's just like a little bit harder um, to manage in that case. If it's really sunny, if you know you have to go off the weather, things like that. So that can also be a little bit challenging. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess other than that, I mean, it's still worth it. Um, I also don't, I mean, some people do, but I also don't get paid if I don't do the session. So I think that one, um, some parents don't understand that. So like if I get a lot of, especially during holiday stuff like that, if I get a lot of um, cancellations cancellations and I just don't get paid, which is kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. Um, So yeah, I guess, you know, 
and that's I guess how it works a little bit more of like the independent contractor route too yeah um but yeah I mean those are just like specific for Haley and I I mean yeah. obviously each job can be different but um just a yeah. little a little dive in if you are yeah. curious um yeah we don't want to speak on the other settings because mm-hmm. we haven't worked in there so we can't tell you what the pros and cons are but mm-hmm. we thought it'd be cool to let you guys know all the different settings that we have and if you are curious on what we did or if you were wondering if you were leaning towards one or the other um i think between our two and schools uh like working in schools is probably the top places where most slps work i think it was um, like 59 percent works in education yeah um 53 percent being in i didn't know that. um schools wow mm-hmm. well they're needed in the school mm-hmm. um so yeah so and i think schools have great benefits schools have amazing benefits and i think schools are similar i think they're like almost like it's like a combination of like in clinic and in home <laughs> You know, like you have the school resources, but then again, like most therapists are traveling from school to school. Some of them, some, some of them, them like work in, in the schools. Um, and that, that's just like their sole position. I think when you start out though, it's, it's kind of hard to get like a setting where you're staying. Yeah. They tend to like to get you to move Like you'll work within a district, a like while. a school district. Yeah. Um, but, um. And there's there's some other things with like the certain amount of IEPs having really high caseloads, um, so there's certain reasons why somebody probably has pros and cons to a school district yeah. too. But again, we don't we haven't worked, we haven't there, worked there, so um, I, I don't want to really, say too much on yeah. it. But, but yeah, but yeah. So that is our specific settings, mm-hmm. um, or our our specific settings. Um, If you have any questions or are thinking about going into those settings, let us know. Reach out. Um, Yeah, I hope we didn't deter you to either of them. But um, overall, obviously, we love them. That's why we're still here, even Mm -hmm. with all the cons. Um, With every job, there's a con. Exactly. And we want to be real. So, um, yeah. Yay. Hope it was helpful. We're seeing. And I hope you guys have a good new year. Bye. Bye. Have a good new year. Had a good new year. Have a good new year. It's a new year. Oh. If you're ever curious about where we got our research or want to learn more, refer to our YouTube description box where we will leave links to the resources we used. We'd like to thank our producer, David Martinez. If you want more speech tips, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on our Facebook page. Follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Pediatric Speech Pals. Lastly, if you have any questions or concerns, email us at pediatricspeechpals at gmail.com.